emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi, everyone. This is Rexy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 So one of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Nimmons. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. the show where we talk women in politics with Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. You have a new congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib, who said we're going to impeach this MF. What do you think of her comments? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. We know the war cry is what she had said. What she said and how she said it, she has the right to say. But you ask me what I wish she had done, the reason why I was excited about her and the sister from Somalia being there, because I know for Somalia and Africa that we could at least, as American citizens, know that Africa was not one country. It was multiple countries on the continent. She had that opportunity to make us global citizens. And for me, she missed the mark with it. Hello and welcome to the Black History edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Happy Black History Month to everybody uh, listening and tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I'm your host, author, motivational speaker and minister Michael Nemens. I'm excited. I hope you are as well. You are tuned in to the show. 
is giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight to part two of our conversation with speaker, activist, influencer, and ambassador, Reverend Marcia L. Dyson, as we talk women in politics. If you missed part one, you can always go back to our website, michaelnimmons.com. And uh, click the podcast button menu option and there you'll be able to listen to it or you can listen right from our home page. We've made a few upgrades to our website and, uh, you know, we've uh, starting to see an increase in traffic as well. Uh, so go to michaelnemons.com, listen to uh, podcast from the home page You can watch video from the home page You can even read Our latest blog posts Right from the home page Of michaelnemons.com Got a lot of great things On our website uh, We've even seen an increase In the blog posts uh, That we have um, Written uh, on michaelnemons.com If you click the blog uh, menu option there uh, We have several uh, New blog posts that we've recently Posted uh, the most recent One was is America Ready uh, discussing uh, Senator Kamala Harris's uh, presidential run uh, As well as Some other um, candidates Including uh, Senator Cory Booker Elizabeth Senator Elizabeth Warren uh, and others who have uh, recently thrown their hat in the ring and talking about um, the um, uh, you know this this um, 2020 field of democratic candidates that are uh, vying for the presidency so to speak so uh, we are really seeing an uh, increase uh, in numbers um, those that are reading the blog uh, that particular blog is America Ready. We've also wrote a blog about President Trump. <laughs> we call that unprecedented. You've got to check this blog out. It's gotten over almost 200 uh, views. Uh, and uh, just we talk a lot about uh, some of the things that he has done in the White House. Uh, kind of a play on that word unprecedented or um Unprecedented U-N-P-R-E-C-E-D-E-N-T-E-D Unprecedented uh, But the uh, actual blog post is uh, worded or titled Unprecedented U-N-P-R-E-S-I-D-E-N-T-E-D So uh, you got to read it to really understand where we're coming from uh, with this particular blog 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 post, um, we try to um, you know really give uh, give you some you know something to sink your teeth into, something with substance uh, when we write, uh, something to you know really get you thinking, because uh, that's what uh, not just our show is about thinking out loud, but our blogs are about that as well. So check that blog out unprecedented we've also written a blog about uh the r kelly um recent uh scandal that's been going on and uh out in the media it's called r kelly's other mistress um want you to check that out and give us your feedback it's uh really talking about um uh 
who who or what is uh, an accessory to an unnamed accessory to uh, this R. Kelly uh, saga that has taken place, um, uh, you know, over the past, what, 20 years or so. Um, you know, there's an unnamed uh, accessory um, that is just as accountable as R. Kelly. Uh, but we don't want to give it away because, um, you know, we want you to check it out and give us your thoughts and your feedback as well. R. Kelly's Other Mistress. And you can read our blogs just by clicking the blog menu option at michaelnimmons.com. And if you want to leave us a comment in any of our blogs, um, the way our site is set up, it uh, asks for you to become a member. Um, and we're, and, uh, you know, I think it would be a great idea if you, um, uh, you know, subscribe to the blog. That way, um, whenever we post a new blog, you'll get an email directly from our website letting you know that a new blog is um, is up and ready for you to read. And you can make comments uh, directly to the blog. Um, it is a very convenient way to stay uh, in touch and in tune with what's going on at michaelnemons.com. So, uh, when you go to that blog option there, I believe you'll get prompted to sign in. And it's a very it's very easy signing in. Just give us your name, first and last name, as well as your email address and the and the site will um, you know, will automatically send you an email uh, now that you are a subscriber to michaelnemons.com uh, and I think it's a great way for us to stay in touch with our listeners as well as our um, viewing audience those that are reading our blogs as well as uh, visiting our site so we recommend um, you do that and we would love to get your comments and your feedback in fact when you make a comment about any of our blogs or anything for that matter uh, we'll, we'll, you know, there's a great possibility that we will definitely read it um, over the air because we want to share uh, our feedback with our listeners, uh, with you, those of you who tune in each and every week to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we hope that you will be, um, you would engage us as we engage you. We don't want this to be a dialogue, but we want um, a monologue rather, but we want to be able to dialogue with our listeners. We want you to be able to reach out and uh, talk to us as well as uh, us being able to reach out and to touch you as well. But we again appreciate those of you who've already stopped by michaelnemons.com and um, looked at the blogs and even clicked on the podcast um, menu option there to um, review some of our old show, some of our shows that are in our archives. Um, uh, we have done over a hundred shows. This is our hundred and fifth show. Believe it or not, I can't believe it either. Still pinching myself. God is just tremendous. Uh, just tremendously blessing us and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And again, we just tremendously appreciate you, those of you who listen to us on Blog Talk Radio 
or on WDPR 102.4 or any of the podcasting networks that are out there as well. We We love and appreciate you just the same. Again, it's Black History Month, and um, we are just excited about that as well. Um, you know, obviously, I am someone that is a, a proponent of uh, our culture. Uh, we promote that on our show. Um, if you remember, on last February, we uh, we aired um, uh interview that we had with the Tuskegee Airmen. That's right. We had an opportunity to interview um, two very distinguished Tuskegee Airmen in the person of uh, Sergeant Preston Jowers and uh, Colonel Bob Tillman. Uh, You can go back and review that or listen to that podcast. Uh, I I was a tremendous honor and uh, pleasure to interview those two gentlemen on last February and uh, had a great time talking to them about some of the things they experienced as Tuskegee Airmen Um, and uh, it was just a great show and we highly recommend you go back and listen to it as well so again um, happy Black History Month take some time this month and uh, really reflect on our history uh, as African Americans and uh, you know uh, this is a time for us to you know not just reflect on where we've been uh, but where we need to go as a people um, Dr. King um, wrote a very famous uh, speech and um, book entitled Where Do We Go From Here where he talked about not only where we are uh, you know, presently uh, and during that time, the 1960s, the civil rights movement and, um, you know, what uh, the objectives and purposes of that movement was during that time. But where do we go from that point forward? And that question, I think, still rings true even on today. And as we move into our what are you thinking about segment um, talking about some of the current events taking place in our world in our society it really um, begs the question where do we go from here uh, with uh, what's going on with uh, Governor uh, Ralph Northam and um, dressing up in blackface and uh, in this yearbook uh not not willing to resign uh, as a result of that. We're going to get into that in our what are you thinking about segment. And, you know, just, um, you know, this, of course, presidential race with uh, several African-Americans, um, you know, throwing their hat in the ring to run for president of the United States in 2020. And I'm sure, you know, we're going to, um, of course, race is going to be a big part of the discussion a part of the debate uh coming up in 2020 and during this election this presidential election cycle and of course what's going on with the trump administration so you know this uh, again that question where do we go from here is uh, a, a, a really relevant question even though it was a question that was asked um you know some 
40 or 50 years ago it is still a question that um is um uh, that we asked even uh today and even during this show what you thinking about 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 what you think about what you think about In this week's What Are You Thinking About segment, we open up talking about Governor Ralph Northam. I'm sure you've heard about this story, who's in the news because of alleged photos of him painted in blackface standing next to another white man in a Klansman outfit in, believe it or not, his medical school yearbook. When the photos first surfaced, Democratic Governor of Virginia Ralph Northam apologized for the photo and indicated that it was him. Only two days later retract that statement saying that it wasn't him But admitting to painting his face black When he dressed up like Michael Jackson for a contest as a young man You know because he really loved Michael Jackson like doing a moonwalk Go figure Everyone who has seen the photo and have followed the story are calling for the embattled governor to resign He refuses to resign stating that he doesn't want to be remembered as a lifelong racist if he's forced to leave office this way. He believes he can reconcile his name and reputation if he's allowed to continue on as governor. This remains to be seen. But the question becomes at this point, is he still able to govern under this cloud of speculation about whether he is a racist or not? A couple things I would like to point out about stories like this that I find interesting. First, society has very little tolerance for racists, and so it should. Racism is a problem that we know will never go away. We've been dealing with it for a long time, but it is definitely one that less and less of the public tolerate across the board. You can see our racism and races are lambasted on social media as a clue into the tolerance level of everyday people. So, if people in general have a very low tolerance level for racism and racist, then it's kind of hard to see how this governor can get past the spectrum of being seen as one and still holding the position as governor of Virginia. I'm sure you agree. No one should ever be rewarded or promoted for being a racist. Now, that's my first point. My second point is to those who say, what if he did this a long time ago and has since reconciled and changed his ways what if he was a racist 20 or 30 years ago but now has reconciled those prejudices and considers himself a different person today what do you do in a situation like that when we're not privy to the evolution of this person's character but we seem to only be aware of his past do you acquit this person's behavior and believe that he's changed a changed person today or do you still hold him accountable for their past indiscretions? Tough questions. Tough questions, but questions that must be answered and addressed nonetheless. And I say there's great virtue in the story of redemption because I believe every man and woman can change. You know what they say, time heals 
all wounds. That's one part of the equation we don't usually consider. What if they actually did change? What if they really were sorry? Because you know, the first thing you hear many times once they're this closet racism racism comes out or is made public, you hear I'm sorry or I'm not a racist. And I guess in some cases or maybe one or two cases that may be true. However, I do think that while apologies are good and contrition and remorse is great to show, bad actions have bad consequences. Say it with me. Bad actions have bad consequences. Say that again. Bad actions have bad consequences. And you cannot uh, get me to believe that those two gentlemen in this yearbook, when they dressed up and to take this picture, they did not think that what they were doing was not wrong. I, it's hard for me to believe that they didn't think there was something wrong with them dressing up the way they did in blackface and in a Ku Klux Klan outfit and taking a picture. You know, it's hard for me to believe they did not think that this was a bad idea. So with that, bad actions have bad consequences. There is no escaping this. And of course, you have those who happen to slip through the cracks for a number of different reasons. But I say, for the betterment of the Commonwealth of Virginia, for the health of the Democratic Party and the upcoming 2020 presidential election cycle, and for the health of this nation as a whole, Governor Ralph Northam needs to resign. For all of those reasons which may make his position very pivotal and detrimental all at the same time, we admonish you, we implore you, it's time to resign Governor Northam. Also wanted to take a few minutes and briefly share some of the feedback we got from our recent blog post, Is America Ready? Uh, we, uh, if you recall, we uh, released this blog on last Tuesday, immediately after our interview with uh, part one of our interview uh, with Reverend Marcia Dyson. This blog discusses the Democratic presidential candidates for 2020 and their campaigns, including Senator Kamala Harris, who is both an African American and a woman. And we discuss America's readiness. For the first woman president Could this be The presidential cycle that ultimately Breaks the proverbial glass ceiling In America Could it be Are we on the precipice Of history yet again We released it last week And it already has gotten close to 100 views So if you haven't Given it a glance yet You can check it out at MichaelNemons.com Which is our website It's right on the homepage Just click the link there And you can read it It's a quick read About 8 minutes I believe And if you want to make a comment The site asks for you to create an account Which takes a quick minute I'm telling you Quick minute You can log in You can even log in with your Facebook account Which also gives you the option To directly share the post On your comments uh, and your comments on your Facebook page So you can take this blog And this conversation and discussion Onto Facebook 
and share with your followers, share with your fans and have this discussion and continue this this discussion about is America ready? We want to know for we want to know is America ready? Is America ready? Uh, are we on the precipice of history again as we were uh, just uh, eight or nine years ago back in 2008 when we elected the first African-American president of the United States in Barack Obama? Uh, so I thought I would just share some of the uh, feedback that we got uh, from uh, some of those who've read the blog on Twitter. Uh, JP DeClerc. First of all, my Twitter handle is at uh, TOL Radio Host MSN. TOL Radio Host MSN. If you want to add us on Twitter, it's TOL Radio Host MSN. We have the same handle, or or calling it handle, but same uh, username on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, TOL Radio Host MSN. Uh, JP DeClerc uh, messaged me and said, I don't know if my opinion matters. It does matter, uh, really, because I'm not an American. And if there's one thing I've learned is that usually American friends of all color don't like too much if a foreigner talks about American politics. The closest I'm to being an American are, one, many my many friends, uh, two, my many trips, and three, my Caucasian sister-in-law, who lives in the U.S. since at least 25 years now. <clears throat> Happily married with her African-American, hate those terms, husband. Uh, in parentheses, you put hate those terms, husband. Over here, we already had our first female leader, so to speak, and also our first gay prime minister, uh, so a bit touchy. Not sure exactly where he is, uh, is talking about. He did not mention that in uh, his message, but JP DeClerc, thank you so much for responding uh, to our question. Um, and of course, we know there are other female um, leaders around the uh, the country uh, in Germany, and of course in uh, in England in Parliament. Uh, so other countries have elected uh, women to the post, uh, the highest. Uh, leadership posts uh, in the land um, but the United States has not done so as of yet and we wanted to know uh, is this uh, the presidential cycle where we will see something like this happen uh, another person Jared Becton uh, said we are ready we are ready hashtag she ready I believe she was referring to um Kamala Senator Senator Kamala Harris. Uh, let's see. Um, neon uh, Neon 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 Itis Neon Itis uh, said they don't need to be ready. We have to make them ready. Neon Itis said they don't need to be ready. We have to make them ready. And I'm I believe he's um, trying to say that we have to. Um, we as a collective um, are the ones that really have to put them in a position uh, to to win. And, and the, the best way to do that is to go out and vote. If you believe that Senator Kamala Harris embodies um, what it means to be president of the United States, she has all of the qualifications and credentials in your mind uh, to fill this position, then 
um, you are empowered as a voter to do just that. Go out and vote. Um, and of course, I do agree with uh, that assessment. Um, we have a few more uh, on here. Um, have a lot of people have, uh, of course, liked the uh, the the blog. Um, just like the blog on Twitter, and, and uh, you know, some saying um, I am too. Uh, you know, I am too. Uh, saying some that that they are ready for a woman president. Um, you know, I am too. Uh, Carolyn Pyro, I am ready for uh, President Harris. Carolyn Pyro said that uh, I am ready for President Harris. Um, So yes we have some individuals That have responded And we truly appreciate Them uh, checking out uh, Checking us out on Twitter Again our uh, username on Twitter Is uh, at T-O-L Radio host M-S-N If you want to add us on Twitter As they say Or on Instagram It's radio T-O-L radio host MSN. Of course, you want to leave us a comment. You can make it in the blog post or you can send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. We're going to be doing more blogging and uh, we just would love to hear from you and get your feedback as well. As you know, uh, when you do make a comment, uh, we will. Uh, share it over um, the airwaves during our Thinking Out Loud radio show. So we encourage you to go out and um, take a uh, gander, as they say, at our blog and let us know what your thoughts are. If you want to log in, uh, you know, create an account or uh, log in as a, as your Facebook uh, profile and uh, share it on there you're more than welcome to do that as well and finally we just want to give our thoughts uh on uh this uh past sunday super bowl man it was super bowl <laughs> Woo! that was if that wasn't one of the worst super bowls in super bowl history I'm sure you all agree That was the worst Super Bowl I wish I could get the last Four hours of my life back It was super bold Remember that We used to say that super bold Back in the day Uh, Yeah I wish I could get the last Four hours of my life back I could not believe How how terrible How bad uh, That Super Bowl was you know, the score ended up being 13 to 3. Uh, you know, the sad part was that both teams had two weeks to prepare. And the best that the Rams could do was three points. Three points worth of offense. Unbelievable. And, um, I mean, the Patriots, it was, it was you know, the defense was good on both sides. Uh, the Rams and the Patriots had great defense. But, um, you know, you don't watch the Super Bowl for defense. You watch it for uh, offense. And before I had planned to boycott it completely because I did not like the fact that 
the um, Patriots were in the Super Bowl yet again. So here we are watching Tom Brady for yet another Super Bowl. I was just tired of seeing it. And um, I mean, <laughs> you know, so of course, um, Tom now has uh, six Super Bowl rings. Been in the Super Bowl nine times, um, a record as a quarterback, a 40-year-old quarterback, by the way, the oldest, uh, I believe the oldest quarterback in in, uh, NFL history to um, win a Super Bowl, definitely the oldest active quarterback in, uh, in the league right now, you know, which is unbelievable. Tom just needs to go somewhere and retire. I mean, who's with me? Come on. Who's with me? (laughs) Uh, So, you know, those are my thoughts on that game. I wish I could get the last four hours of my life back. But I can't, unfortunately. So, you know, here we are. (laughs) Well... Um, that is all for our What Are You Thinking About segment. We're going to take our first break of the night, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with speaker, activist, influencer, and ambassador, Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. As we continue our discussion of women in politics, you don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who is Michael Nimmons? Where can I purchase his books? Does he have a blog? Can I leave a comment about the show? How can I subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show? How can I contact him for a speaking engagement? The answer is michaelnimmons.com. Check out the new michaelnimmons.com website to listen, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Leave a comment about the show on the Thinking Out Loud radio show page. Read the blog, purchase Pastor Nimmons books, and so much more. Hi. I'm Pastor Mike Nimmons, and we hope you'll take some time today to visit michaelnimmons.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything we have to offer. From our books, to our blog, to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and so much more. michaelnimmons.com, where ministry is our mantra. (laughs) 
it's their birthday, they need a gift for that special someone, then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. Endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insights shared by Michael Nimitz will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Miss the 100 show? On August 7th, 2017, a show was born. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be switching it up a bit and taking you on a trip down memory lane, highlighting some of our most influential guests. Denise Isaac, former meteorologist for Channel 7. Kirk Mays, CEO of Forgotten Harvest. Kevin Merida, a senior vice president at ESPN. Rexy Roll, VP and general counsel for Western Air. Judge Vonda Evans. God will use ordinary people to do extraordinary things. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. All right, family, we're getting ready to get back into our interview with speaker, influencer, activist, and ambassador, Reverend. Marcia L. Dyson as we bring to you part two of our discussion of women in politics again if you missed part one you can always go back to michaelnimmons.com click the podcast button and listen to part one of our discussion of women in politics check it out and and that's why we uh that's why we have you on the show because um you know th- that's what this show is all about thinking out loud talking out loud and uh expressing you know controversial viewpoints um you know everybody has a right to 
uh, express themselves and um, and and you know I, again I thought and I felt like she was really just expressing her frustrations with this administration you know um, I, I really felt that 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 she was speaking on behalf of millions of Americans who who feel disenfranchised who feel neglected who feel like they've been overlooked uh, millions of immigrants that have come to this country or trying to come to this country and have been um, turned away and uh, you know it just and and she's really I believe just expressing her her frustration but I also understand what you're saying as well that we should take the um the higher the high ground uh, I love what Michelle Obama uh, says when they go low we go high and um and I think that's that should be our approach I agree with you yeah I mean because there has to be a moral compass there has to be some some middle ground to this and like I said you don't have to give the war cry with the war to the war cry it was, it's it's implied that this is the direction of the Democrat Party as it pertains to Trump. But definitely, I believe in pers- people being their authentic selves. But I also know that when you first go on a job, you know, you can't roll up in golden sex like, uh, you know, okay, he's great because like F you all, you know, you all made the money, keeping the money from the black folks. So I'm up here, I'm going to mess you up. They're like, okay, so you're out of here. Because don't forget, even though we have elected officials on the Hill, and they represent the districts, they do not represent the majority consensus of the people. There are millions of folks who did not vote. And and remember, I talked about this great lethargy. We talk about that all the time with our political groups, including the Black Women's Roundtable. And there's great trepidation about this 2020 election because, first of all, you're going to have 100 Democrats running. It's going to dilute the messages even of the freshmen, uh, uh, congressional people, because they won't have the mentors there because everybody now is going to be jockeying up on a campaign trail, which means a lot of businesses won't be taken care of because the presidential primary distracts anyway. So you have an impeachment, you have the 2020. our presidential election coming up, and that means that we're going to have a greater dilution of the political power and the junction when we need to be the strongest. I mean, with Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know, it's working with Bernie Sanders people. Bernie Sanders people are still going to hate up on the Hillary Clinton people because the memory lapse is not that great. And conversation I had today just about that. What is it going to mean now for Congress? Because people are going to start campaigning and the people who are congressional members who are seasoned will start campaigning because it depends on who they choose to run for president who will strengthen their committee selections or their positions within a new administration if that happens. That's terrifying to me. In the midst of an impeachment, in the midst of all these great new freshmen congressional members, it's going to be a diluted government no matter what. And that's the reason why, like I said, the citizens need to be informed. Our power is not with elected officials. There's nobody on the Hill going to tell me what to do with my body as a woman. They couldn't tell me as a teenager, and they sure in the hell ain't going to tell me now. If you don't pay me, then I told the women, let's do a, boy, a girl cot. Let's, we cannot shop for one day and ruin the global economy. So we have all these distractions. I'm not a victim. And that's one thing when we talked about the women's movement. How can you go from burning the bra to running with wolves to victimization? Nigga, you touch me, I'm going to jack you up. 
Now, for women who are physically, <laughs> we were laws. Would the laws really protect us? No, I work with domestic victim violence. You, we can legislate that all day long. We need a re entry of socialization of men and women until we have that honest conversation which I alluded to before I cannot say I'm all for women and then act like my the men in my life are the beast we have to have especially the juncture in this particular culture in which especially the young people live we need to have this end of the battle of the sexes I don't know why men who don't think that making sure that a single household by mother wouldn't be great to have her have equal pay as a man because if the father, for whatever reason, because I don't want to diss the brother saying, you know, who's not paying their child support, if she has enough, I don't know what that brother's going through. I know that it's hard for black men to get a job, even if it's more pay, as it is for black women to get in those positions more with less pay. It's almost balance it out. I understand mm. the, the tensions of the finances that happen, and God knows you now entering this age of technology was going to reduce even more, especially amongst us who are victims of the digital divide, the most racist economic frontier in America, especially as it relates to black, unless you really have that mathematic and scientific mind. So we have to, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, so, God, I wish I wouldn't think so much, but we have this very complex reality. It's not like, I don't know how old your parents are. In the 60s, you married for love because he was cute because you were going to go places. And now it's like, ugh, you know, what are the options? Can my children even dream to be a doctor? How can you even train your children for 10 years from now because everything is moving so fast you can't even keep up with the technology? Oh. All these things are what I look at. You know, Colin, impeaching Trump, do whatever you want to do. He's still going to be in office unless you indict him, and then you're going to spend all the time distract for what we need as citizens, and we still ain't going to have nothing but six feet more under. So you don't think impeachment is the answer? Well, yeah, you can impeach him, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get him out of office. Remember, Bill Clinton was impeached. He stayed in office. Well, he was he was impeached in the House, but he wasn't impeached in the Senate. And, and right now, it's pretty much the same scenario where Republicans, right, Mm-hmm. All this, and this is what bothers mm-hmm. me. You, you don't have the majority of the Senate. So go on and, yeah, okay, so you said you was going to impeach him, and he said he was going to build a wall. You're both keeping your campaign promises. You're both going to ruin us all. Mm-hmm. Get impeached in the House. You're not going to get impeached in the Senate. Right. He's still there. It's a good exercise yeah. of will and determination. Well, I, what I'm holding out hope for is that the Mueller report will reveal that he, in fact, did collude with Russia and there's evidence of this um and 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 that will convince senators uh republican senators to um to impeach exactly because there's no way i mean he he that that there's no that to me is the definition of un-american you you colluded with russia and if you are a senator and you re, and you do not uh, elect to impeach this president, then you are an accessory, and and I think that's what Democrats will um, will propose, or that's the way that's the narrative they will uh, project to those senators who refuse to impeach him. Mitch McConnell is somebody I just I I, I cannot understand how um, he just looks like a, a, a another bully and and. Um, 
and 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 it you know again partisan politics has has not has gotten us nowhere and um i i agree we have to be objective and i think um that when this mother report does come out when it does and reveal what we already all all know i i mean it's i i believe it that will delegitimize his presidency and thereby uh, require and call for him to be impeached. Oh yes, and then we'll have Pence. <laughs> well, if they, if they if they cannot do if they cannot do the um, well well it's a good thing if they if they can do the if they impeach and mm-hmm. they can get him out of office prior mm-hmm. to the 2020 election, which you know that it's going to take a long time because. The legal process in itself is strenuous, as we know, even with President Clinton was a long time, even through the House. And with the Senate debate, and yes, you could talk about that, but because there, too, are running, uh, their position is also determined upon who's President Chu, because as long as that your, your, party president, your party's person is president, you do have more something to build off of. Will they actually do that? Of course, we have a different circumstance with Bill Clinton than we do, of course, with Donald Trump, with the inclusion or um, of Russia undermining our electoral process, process, which is a more um, faulty accusation, not a faulty accusation, more a deterrent accusation than your relationship with an intern. But if it rolls over, you know, into the presidential campaign, then it would be those kind of talking points, and we might be able to escape a Pence being the second person, the first person in line for that office if the Democrats can win a, the presidential election. They're so, I mean, I think that this is such a trying time, you know, in American politics. One, because of the mammoth called Trump, and the, then the great racial divide that we have seen exposed undeniably in the country. When you uh, see our Congress members so fractured, and now that we have the House, we can only hope for the best. And then we can only hope that those Republicans, when the Mueller report comes out, that if it holds that we had some kind of collusion with Russia to undermine the will of the American people, then it would be a landmark in American political history to see then what happens as a precedent unlike anything else in our political history. So I'm, I'm hoping, but it's just so much to have to hope for, you know, right now hoping that he gets impeached, hoping that the impeachment takes place before 2020 and that he, if he doesn't win another presidency. I mean, it's, it's a quagmire of the ifs and ifs and ifs because already, it's, as far as we're concerned, it's February. Mm-hmm. And unless Mueller's going to come out with this report in favor of the wishes of the Democrats while there's hopes that this man has colluded so they can get him out. The process itself is going to take a long time. And then in the midst of this, like I said before, there's so much activity, and then which leads to a lot of inactivity for the citizens overall because of this political campaign and everybody jockeying. 
Every mm-hmm. Democrat themselves going to be like, what is Kamala doing? What is Cory Booker doing? What is Elizabeth doing? Oh, my God, it's Joe Biden. And all of this, you know, no matter how great that one thing is getting rid of Trump, just imagine what's going to be not seen because everybody's going to start watching who's 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 doing what and who they have to call upon to support them. They're going to need their fellow congressional people in their districts, the mayor. And I'm just afraid of the weakness of the fiber, the tapestry of what we might desire for the Democratic Party, especially right now. So I hope that they weave that tight, that they, they agree uh, like they could not agree unanimously about Nancy Pelosi, that they do agree, that they do tighten up, that they come amongst themselves, choose the right presidential candidate for 2020 so there won't be such a fracturing within it and the animosity within the party itself. If so, it will be that little hole in the fence, not the immigration wall along the southern border of our country that he can seep back through if Mueller's report is not detrimental to his presidency. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This the show where we talked bullying and suicide with author and anti-bullying activist Justin Coates. So, Justin, I want you to tell our listeners how you ultimately decided to handle being bullied. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I reverse the curse of a negative, a stupid, to something positive. So this is what stupid means. The S is for I have strength. The T is for I am talented. Uh, the U is for I am unique. The P is for I was prayerful. The I is for I am intelligent. And the D is for I have determination. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's the birthday. I need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Hey everybody, Dr. Townsville here, the educator. Listen, if you're thinking, I want you to think out loud with my boy, Pastor Mike. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Tax and bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. 
It's a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. This is Mike Nemes of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch our show every Friday at 8 p.m. on WDPR 102.4. To stream the show, just log on to the website at www.wdpr1024.com. WDPR 102.4, the station bringing you Jesus Christ with a purpose. With my man, Pastor Thomas Brockenberry. Don't you dare touch that dial. I hope you are enjoying part two of our discussion of women in politics with Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. Let's get back into this powerful interview. Hmm. You know, and as you were talking, I thought I thinking out loud. Um, I I just thought of something that I that that just crossed my mind when you mentioned Pence being the next man in line. Now, granted, yes, if if President Trump is impeached, uh, Vice President Pence would uh, become president. But then, who becomes Vice President? The uh, whoa, the Speaker of the House. Right. That would be fun. Oh, I'll just pop my popcorn, put on my pajamas, because it's going to be a long ride, buddy. <laughs> I just thought it. I said, yeah, this Nancy Pelosi becomes vice president. Right. Uh, think about that. Think about that. This is the This is the first time that I actually, you know, really, really gave that some, some thought that if... Trump is impeached and Pence becomes the vice president Pence becomes president the next person in succession is the speaker of the house who is Nancy Pelosi wow that would make you right that would make for some must see TV woo scandal what (laughs) 
Olivia Pope. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be just, I mean, it'd be bodies everywhere. <laughs> Man, and and now and now again, I think she would keep him. I think Nancy would keep Pence in check, even though both of them are politicians. And uh, but but Nancy is a uh, veteran politician. You know, she knows her stuff. She would keep Pence in, in line, I think. She was. She's a strong figure. I really do love Miss Nancy Pelosi, and it would be fun to watch her. It's fun to watch her now. I I, I love her, her her little smile and her petite uh, decorum. But she roars, and she's and she has the gavel. This is a very important time. And even through all of this shaking up that we're having, one thing that we can you know, look for a silver lining in this is that the citizens are awakened, though not well, they need to be informed a little bit more. We are engaged, be engaged more because, like I said before, there are a lot of millions of people who did not vote, like 9%, if not more, of the people who were expected to vote who could have given more wins, not only to Congress, but to gubernatorial races uh, in favor of the Democrats. So we have a, a, a long road ahead of us to get the country right, uh, not only on course for the citizens, but to really suit to the relationship. We can have four parties that are very prominent, not only Democrats, Republicans. You have the independents and the libertarians and the crazy parties, like I want somebody to pay my mortgage party, which I think I want to head up. We just have the heavy lift as citizens in, in our government as well. We need more information. We need to be more savvy. We need to be uh, have a, not when I say decorum, I don't believe in necessarily being polite because I love watching BC, uh, BBC's parliament. I mean, they talk about each other mothers. They play the dozens. Have you ever watched the British parliament in action? They make us look so tame over here. Uh, no, seriously, they do. They, they're very uh, rambunctious over there. But um, I think that for us, though, since we utilize social media to impact ourselves emotionally that any information that we get that we're emotional around sound information and not just empty words or or what we think we should hear or ad hominems because at the end of the day it is about the law it is about justice and it is about equity and equality wow i i know you guys are enjoying our interview with reverend marcia dyson i truly am um, we just we're just um, enjoying the conversation, uh, talking about uh, the political landscape of this country and um, a lot of what ifs. But um, I just have a couple more questions for you, uh, Reverend uh, Dyson, if that's okay. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, 2020 and um, you know the presidential election that will be coming up next and. And in 2008, you know, this country elected the first African-American president of the United States in the person of Barack Obama. Um, that was a very historic election for uh, many of us. I remember that, um, you know, my son, I think he was about three years old. And, you know, um, and someone told me uh, during during that particular time that, you know, young people coming up during this time, all they would know is uh, a black president in office and 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 that raising uh, their level of expectations and raising their 
their dreams and goals to a, 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 another level, so to speak. And um, and so all that being said, I want to know um, if there, um, you know, 2020 is coming up, um, you know, will this country ever elect a woman president? What are your thoughts on that? I think they will. Will they do it in 2020? I don't believe so. Even though you have uh, Kamala Harris possibly will throw in the towel with Elizabeth Warren. We don't know what uh, Kristen Gillibrand might do in New York. I mean, she had people had surmised that even in 2016. I think she's one of, you know, because people have not heard her. She's been kind of quiet, and it's those quiet ones that I tend to watch because they might be fortifying themselves, and she could be a good candidate. So you might have uh, New York represented in that race. You could, um, I don't know who else of the women who right now would think about it, but I think that, yeah, but will they do that? I'm not sure. I think the Democrats realize in order for them to get themselves situated, that they, one thing that they uh, kind of notice of the Democratic Party, the reason why a lot of women may have voted for, for Trump, too, is that there was not only the angry white woman, right now you have the angry white male. So I think that, if anything, you might see them uh, looking at a white man with a person of color as a vice president, whether it's a male or female. And um, that's the probably combination. I don't think that... Uh, Kamala will have enough strength to pull that across the finishing line. Elizabeth Warren is a little bit too complex. She's a little bit like Donald Trump to the left with a dress on for the party and has misstepped. And then, too, like I know that in Iowa, she's looking to lean to get, garner some of Bernie Sanders' independent votes, which will bring up that bet memory of what happened in 2016 when they felt that their vote was stolen from them, given what had happened at the DNC as well. So there's a lot of undercurrents that might erupt and flood out the dreams of having a woman president in 2020. But I believe that we will have one and in my lifetime. I, who knows? We may have it in 2020. If when looking at the Democratic Party, whoever the nominee might be, that they get behind that person solid. It was so fractured in 2016 because people were mad at each other. You know, the independent mm. had a lot of people not to vote, uh, or not to get out, or not to be enthused as much as they should have been. The reason why Donald Trump won, not because of white women, it's just that black people were just throw up their hands. The independents were frustrated. The Democrats didn't do right to the independents. They wouldn't coalesce with them at all. You know, they didn't embrace the people from the independent party as much as they should have uh, because of this thing with Bernie and, and Hillary. So we need to look at the mistakes that we've made and, you know, those who are, you know, politically conscious. Because even though uh, 
we talk politics, we're all engaged, we can all tweet and do say stuff on Instagram. When it comes down to the real nitty-gritty, folks may not get out to vote, you know, just like everybody wants to get up to mic and sing, but you never get the contract, right? It's like karaoke, and we cannot have karaoke politics with our citizens. So there's going to be a, whoever runs the president is going to have a heavy, heavy lift. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. You're tuned in to the thinking. giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Got the munchies? Call Munchies! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchies! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchies! If you want some off-water pizza and wings? Call Munchies! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington Where you have the munchies called munchies It's their birthday They need a gift for that special someone Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile KCN Designs specializes in custom made all occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. I hope you have enjoyed part two of 
our discussion of women in politics with speaker, influencer, activist, and ambassador, Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful interview. I know you are enjoying our interview with Reverend Marcia Dyson. She is such um, a powerful uh, influence uh, in um, in in this country and even around the world. And uh, I'm just so happy that she's taking some time today to share uh, her experiences and her insight with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I hope all of our listeners on Blog Talk Radio and WDPR 102.4 appreciate her being on the show uh on tonight um i um I, you know I, I i could probably talk to you for another hour um Di, uh, reverend dyson because i just have so much uh so many questions and just you just seems like a seem like a very easy person to talk to um but i want to know um from you what do you think are some of the real challenges uh, facing women of color uh, in um, this year 2019? First of all, it really overall is a great time for black women. I think we've finally made that Baskin-Robbins 31 flavor flavor of the month due mm-hmm. to the buying of Essence magazine by Dennis Richie Lou, Richie Lou Dennis rather, and the new voices uh, Funding to give black women entrepreneurs grants and checks, unlike a bank, which would turn them around. I saw that at the Essence Festival that these women in business, these single moms, these women that, you know, people would frown upon were actually given this inspiration via a financial wherewithal. Uh, Our black beauty is emulated and duplicated and replicated around with everybody around the world. Our our hair, our fashion, our lips, our gluteus maximus is being um, uh, uh, celebrated on us finally. I think that even with the black uh, the Women's March, that the black women who were involved in that are, were strong leaders, independent of it, but it, but also powerful within that movement. We see women like uh, the Me Too founder, Tawana, her last name escapes me, I'm sorry, because I'm a little bit tired. Every time for black women, we're becoming more entrepreneurial. We're not uh, asking to be CEOs only, trying to get in the C-suite. We're buying back the block. We're having that metal C.J. Walker experience of that entrepreneur knowing that's the only way our communities would grow. We want to be a great part of that. I'm seeing that all over the place. So I'm happy around the entrepreneurial activities of black women, whether they are social media bloggers. I mean, there's so many opportunities that we never had, thanks to, in this aspect, technology and social media, whether they become personalities, that they're hawking stuff that we buy anywhere if they're getting paid I'm glad for them uh, to do that so I think that this is a great time for black women it's our moment in history to take it to ride the waves you know into the golden sun and not the sunset wow wow there you have it guys um, I I just uh, have enjoyed our conversation with Reverend Marcia Dyson on tonight I know you enjoyed it as well. Um, She just has so much wisdom and insight 
that she shared with us on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And she has blessed us in so many ways. And um, just thank you so much, Reverend Dyson, for taking a little time out of your day to spend it with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. No, thank you for allowing me to think out loud and to share my opinions, which, you know, I don't expect for everyone to agree, but that's what it's all about, agree to disagree. And I'm on social media because you can send your love or your hate. I can take it. Absolutely. And God bless you, and I'm glad that you have this platform to engage uh, your particular segment and hope that it grows even more because we need to think out loud. We need to have these conversations. We need to have a platform that we seemingly don't have on the Hill to have a town hall meeting. You could do it very well over the waves, what you're doing. Thank you. Wow. That is such a compliment coming from you. Thank you so much. And please uh, let our listeners know how they can follow you on social media, how they can keep up with you. Let us know when your memoir is going to be coming out. We got to have you back on the show to talk to us about that memoir that's going to be coming out uh, uh, very soon as well. Marcia L. Dyson is my handle on social media. Marcia L. Dyson. And when is your memoir coming out? I'm writing it now. It's supposed to come out in the uh, spring of 2020. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Reverend Dyson, for being with us on tonight. I truly appreciate your time and all of your insights. And, um, I, I, you know, I know our listeners really and truly appreciate it. Thank you. Hello, this is Reverend Marcia Dyson, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm a reverend, unapologetically. <laughs> and I'm talking out loud and thinking out loud with you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Missed the show where we talked politics and the church with Dr. Freddie Haynes. I want to give you a hypothetical. If you were an invited minister to the Trump White House, first question is, do you go? Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And the answer is no. Uh, Donald Trump is an amoral liar. He's also egomaniacal. And because he is egomaniacal and a narcissist, you know that, you know, to meet with him, you basically are there for his benefit. If you hear that I'm in a meeting with Donald Trump, know that somebody's impersonating me or that I have been a victim of the invasion of the body snatchers and someone has taken over my body because that is not something that I would ever do. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Got the munchies? Call if you worked all day, need a break, call Bachi! Having a party for the big game, call Bachi! 
If you want some off-water pizza and wings, call Bossy! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. When you have the munchies, call munchies. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. As we close out our discussion of women in politics with Reverend Marcia L. Dyson, I hope you enjoyed our interview with this woman of influence. We thought it was appropriate to share with you a speech from another rising star in the Democratic Party. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gave a powerful speech just recently during the Women's March uh, in New York. And we thought we would share this speech with you. Take a listen. Hello, thank you, New York City! Thank you all! Are you all ready to make a ruckus? Are you all ready to fight for our rights? Are you all ready to say that in the United States of America, everyone is loved? Everyone deserves justice and everyone deserves equal protection and prosperity in our country. It is such an honor to be here and I don't think it's a coincidence that we're gathering here today the weekend before Martin Luther King Day. Because I believe that this moment and where we are right now is a resurgence from where the civil rights movement left off. And we are here to carry the torch forward because when we talked about racial and economic justice, racial and social justice, we started to, uh, to really extend those issues to the issues of economic justice, environmental justice, and the intersectionality and interconnectedness of all our fights. Justice is not a concept we read about in a book. Justice is about the water we drink. Justice is about the air we breathe. Justice about is about how easy it is to vote. Justice is about how much ladies get paid. Justice is about if we can stay with our children after we have them for a just amount of time. Mothers, fathers, and all parents. Justice is about making sure that being polite is not the same thing as being quiet. In fact, oftentimes 
sometimes the most righteous thing you can do is shake the table. Last year, we took the power to the polls. And this year, we're taking power to the policy because we have taken back the House of Representatives. And that's just step one. This year, we are going to organize. This year, we're going to fight for voting rights. This year, we're going to keep pushing because 2020, we took, in, in 2018, we took the House of Representatives, and through 2020, we're going to take the White House and the Senate, too. That's what we're going to do because we need to advance and fight for an America where all people are welcome and no people are left behind. And I know that while this year has been historic, there's a lot more Congresswomen left here in this audience right now. There's a lot more city council women. There's a lot more workers that will be building uh, businesses. There's a lot more. There's an, and I know that there's a future president out here too. Let us remember that a fight means no person left behind. So when people want to stop talking about the issues that black women face, when people want to stop talking about the issues that trans women or immigrant women face, we got to ask them, why does that make you so uncomfortable? Because now, this is the time we're going to address poverty. This is the time we're going to address Flint. This is the time we're going to talk about Baltimore and the Bronx and wildfires and Puerto Rico. Because this is not just about identity, this is about justice, and this is about the America that we are going to bring into this world. Thank you all very, very much. I'm so proud of you all. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show, the conclusion of our discussion of women in politics with speaker, influencer, activist, and ambassador, Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. I had a great time talking to her, and she I know she enjoyed herself as well. I know she's listening on tonight, and I hope that uh, you enjoyed tonight's show. Want to give her a special shout out Thank you again for Being with us on the Thinking Out Loud Radio show you blessed us In so many ways And we thank you so much for your time And for your support 
And do us a favor, guys, and rate, review, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. When you do, uh, what you do is you give us more exposure on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the major podcasting networks that carry our show. We want to be featured on the homepages of these podcasting networks, which gives our show more exposure to new Listeners, so we're deputizing you to go out, rate, review, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we will truly appreciate you and love you just the same. Thank you, the listeners of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, for tuning in to tonight's show. We truly appreciate you. Don't forget to tune in next week. We're going to have another great show in store for you. And as always, Always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can see it. If you see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.